thing. That John Denver's full of shit, man. Oh, yeah. It's the Malcolm Go podcast on November the 8th. 2017. I am your host, Tony Loconti, and of course with me as always is Tyler Trainer. Oh hey. Local comedian. Uh lo- local uh comedian. Hyper local. Lynn mostly. Uh, we're thinking about branching out. We're thinking about it might even you know, I might have a gig coming up in uh Quincy. Quincy, Massachusetts. Oh, well, you're getting south of Boston now. Boys so are going on the road. Big time. Yeah. You're gonna have to get a Winnebago for that. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a this is a big trip. Yeah. Traveling, um, so big news. I don't, you, some of you might be hearing it for the first time on the Malcolm Go podcast. Martellus Bennett, uh, released by the Green Bay Packers. This is news to me, Tone. As of this afternoon, uh, we're recording this right now at nine forty nine p.m. Uh, due to Tyler's tardiness. Listen, I had a birthday party to go to. I wasn't happy about it. The sixth graders. <laughs> Whose birthday party were you going to on a Thursday, uh, Wednesday afternoon? You ever hear of Pearl Street and Malden? That's where all the best birthday parties. That sounds like it. Um, so anyway, Marty B released from Green Bay. They're saying it's a. Uh, the Green Bay released them with a non or failure to diagnose an injury or something. So I think that means that he had a pre-existing condition. And he didn't disclose it to the team. I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. There's not a lot of information out there right now. So he was like playing through an injury that he didn't tell the team he had. He didn't and tell the team. Got him on a loophole. Yeah, and I think they're cutting him and trying to get the money back uh, because basically the way I see it is Martellus says he was gonna like a couple of weeks ago. I think with all the anthem stuff and all that crazy stuff, he was like, ah, fucking, I'm done after this year anyway. I won a Super Bowl. Um, he signed a three-year contract with Green Bay for like $21 million, $8 million signing bonus or something. So he got $8 million and he has a very low contract number. Oh. Like, like he's got like 700000 salary or something. And they want that money. And they want this, the signing bonus the back because he said – yeah, basically he said he was going to retire. So that's what I'm thinking Green Bay's thinking is like, well, Aaron's out this year. What's the point of even keeping they're him? They're done. Yeah. 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 So if he had like a pre-existing injury, maybe they're fighting in-house. I don't know. Uh, maybe it just doesn't make because Marty's not getting a lot of playing time. He's not getting a lot of catches. He's missed the last few games, uh, and everyone knows he can be a malcontent at times. And he's been—he's early. He was—he wasn't playing that great. Like he would have a couple good games, but he wasn't. He would—I think he would have been. He would have been like an eighty-catch guy if Aaron Rodgers stayed out there and focused know. on him. He's a great tight end. He is, but. He could he be was a struggling top. this year. Yeah, he, uh, maybe he slowed down. I mean, he looks in shape from all his Instagram photos. If, if, yeah. if we're being honest, his, in, his Instagram videos are impressive with his working out. I, I don't know. Uh, may, I, I like that was why I played a little bit of Whitney Houston at the beginning because that's um, what he was dancing to after they won the AFC Championship game last year with all the, all the Patriots cheerleaders. He was in the end zone with the pom poms, something you'd never see a Patriot do before yeah, or after. Uh, so, I mean. Basically, he goes to waivers, right? So this isn't this isn't pre-trade deadline. So pre-trade deadline, you can go if you're a vested veteran and you're cut, you're just a free agent. You go wherever you want. I guess after the trade deadline, you're a, you're subject to waivers. So he has such a low salary. You have you have to pay him like if somebody picks him up on waivers, it's like four hundred thousand dollars for the rest of the season oh so, so like anybody can the browns just, could even grab yeah and i mean i would be surprised if and like i mean it with a guy that says that he was going to retire at the end of the season uh, even though he has two years remaining on his contract afterwards i'd be surprised if you know if he got picked up by the browns like you said i don't think that martellus bennett's going to show up you know what could even go in is seattle I know, but I mean, it would be per- he would be the perfect Seattle tight end because yeah. they want to run the football. He would block great. He would be great in the play action game, and his brother's there so. already on the team. Yeah, so I could see it too. Uh, I mean, that and sucks. I don't think that he's I think not going to make it to the pads. The problem is they've got cap issues. Oh, so the yeah, Patriots but- don't, but they're gonna they're like second to last or third to last at, in the waiver priority. I doubt they'll even put in a waiver claim. Maybe to be honest. Carolina might. What you only get a certain amount of waiver claims? How does that work? No, you and you can make as many as you want. You got to be able to fit the guy on your team, and but it goes, you know, like a reverse draft order, basically, like in fantasy football. So the worst team gets the first pick at it. Um, So they're like dead last or close. So why not put the claim in just in case it falls through? They might, but then you're on the hook for his actual contract, which is very low anyway. 
But uh, if he's going to retire at the end of this year, you're only on the hook for like 700000 which is 400000 is base salary plus any incentives he How has. How much is he getting paid? So if they don't have to pay his signing bonus, he wouldn't have to get paid much for the rest of his contract, right? So it wouldn't be that much money? Yeah, it's. I, I think he was 21 total with an $8 million signing bonus. So whatever that math, work, whatever that so crazy five, math works out. Five million be, a year, so six million. It's not a lot. Yeah, and uh, you can finally get that Gronk, uh, Martellus Bennett, uh, which was offense. great last year. Yeah, that's what we were. Ho- well, we didn't get much of it, but we I were mean, we were promised it. I forgot Gronk was hurt last year. Just go into everything assuming that Gronk was hurt. That's at what the I'm time. saying. <laughs> uh, I forgot he even. I got into a few a few hiccups on Twitter earlier because uh, people are. They're they're down talking Marty B. I was like, what did what did everybody watch last season? Uh, this I love this guy I hate. He's fucking. I follow him. Just he's it's like from the fam- from the famous Howard Stern movie, where uh, Private Parts when when they're saying why if they hate him why do they listen? <laughs> Most common answer: I want to see what he'll say next. So I was I'm following this guy. He's got decent amount of followers, and he 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 portrays himself as a. Boston expert in all fantasy sport, not fantasy, in all regular sports, but he also, you know, he'll he'll talk about Liverpool soccer and how he's an expert in that, and he's an expert in UFC, an expert in boxing. This is why we can kick Vince off the podcast and push him to Twitter. We're yeah. sick of these goddamn <laughs> views on him. Uh, so he's 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 got this fucking. He's going. He's like the my lasting memory of Martellus Bennett is him dropping the touchdown pass to win the Super Bowl. I was like, first of all. Number one, he didn't drop it. He got fucking molested by the linebacker. It caught, the guy was draped all over his arms, and it got him on a pass interference call that n- nobody argued. Like, I mean, you're talking in the Super Bowl in overtime. And they put him at the one. And they put him at the one. What? And not one person argues that. Like, it's, and you're, and you're, sub- you're, you're expecting him to catch the ball. He called that a bad play? Yeah, well, he's like that's his his last memory of Martellus Bennett. How about the time where as like a good thing or no? I think it was as a like he was kind of not he was like a disappointment. I guess what's this I guy's see? name? We should fucking we should get the Malcolm Goers after him and fucking on trash him. Trust me, he takes enough heat as it is. <laughs> I went after him. You go on br- at Brady Disciple, you'll you'll see it quick enough. Um, so yeah, I so I, I so I responded. I said what question mark? How about midway through like the second quarter when Brady's pass got batted? Right after he had a pick six, and this another pick six was coming, and Martellus Bennett hustled and caught the batted pass and got like eleven yards on it. Or the fact that he played through injury, through injury and injury while Gronk was on the sidelines. Uh, you know how many times did you think Martellus Bennett's season was over last year? And Seven times. No shit. That, yeah, seriously. How many times did they show a slow motion replay of his ankle completely yeah. folding up to his calf, and then three plays later be on the field? You're like, what the? the fuck? They had him. He was like a fucking. Transformer. They had him on the bench, and they would just they they tape him up with masking tape, and he'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna go play tight end some more." And, and the fact that uh, dominant on the edge, yeah, blocking, he was unbelievable. The fact that Belichick loves a guy who's that outspoken in the locker room is very rare. So you know, uh, I'm he's telling you, he's a he's a quirky player. guy, and he loves to be a quirky guy. The problem is, you know, I mean. He, he was going to cost too much money, so I don't think the Patriots wanted to pay him. So they were, like, waiting it out to see what his number was. The Packers went for it, so they made the move for Dwayne Allen. Dwayne Allen hasn't worked out. He hasn't done yeah, yeah. anything. So you bring Martellus Bennett you know back, and it's zero risk to the team. Zero. Speaking about, you know, potentially being homosexual, Dwayne Allen might be on the fringe, right? Can we I agree on I, I it's impossible to know because I've never seen the person. That's what I'm saying. And because if he, you're in Indianapolis that long and you just don't say Indianapolis is like a, you know, clamp it down if you're if you're a gay in Indianapolis. Like they don't talk about it in Indianapolis. Not so that's to, what I'm thinking not Dwayne to be Allen. Discussed. He wanted to get out. He wanted to, you know, a little more much of, a little more of a city atmosphere, you know. More into the more to the east coast towards Provincetown, you say? Unbutton a couple more of those buttons on the on the dress up on a Saturday night. Like that's all I'm saying. Who knows? He could be. We're not sure. He's a fag. Where the hell did that come from? Uh, I <laughs> think Dwayne damn. Allen is a he's, he's a stand-up individual, he seems like. He just doesn't fit in with the football he's a team. bum. And I'll tell you who does fit in. One, Martellus Bennett. Um, and honestly, if he's really hurt and he's going to be out a few weeks, what's the difference if Martellus Bennett's on the sidelines injured and Dwayne Allen's playing in the game? You're going to get zero catch regardless. <laughs> um, so you might as well. I mean, he's also like the life the team needs. Like, 
they're good. They they haven't really put it all together yet. They keep almost getting it, but they have no energy. It seems like it's, it's like who's the the leader right now? McCordy and well, Bray, the offense. I mean, I mean, the offense is just down. I mean, they got now Hogan's gonna miss this week. Cannon's so been got, out. Yeah, I mean, Cannon's injury might be like the massive. season that no one that and you'll never know about it. Like every week, it'll be like questionable, 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 and he'll never play another game. He's not gonna play this week, and. That is massive, by the way. But I'll yeah. get into that in a second. But the fact that Martellus Bennett would be a, such a huge upgrade to this offense right now where they don't have an underneath passing attack at all. Um, you know, he would be so big there. In the red zone, he was like – he had a five red zone yeah. touchdowns last He'd year. He'd be real legit. Uh, and I just mean, blocking Imagine having lines. two giant men running down yeah. the seams in the with fucking red zone. Gronk and Bennett unstoppable again. Yeah, with Cooks and and uh Cooks and Dion in the backfield, and then play action would be unstoppable. It'd be perfect. I mean, it it, it almost makes too much sense for him to come back. I mean, it's the it's, exa- it's, it's they, the exact same. It's a Legar- This is what they call in Pittsburgh a Legarrette yeah. blunt. I was gonna say it's weird that they cut him because they could have traded him, but it makes sense because they just want that money back. Yeah, I, something something's up there where, yeah, something's up. There's some things going on in Green Bay where he did something, and they're just not getting along because there's no way they would just cut him outright and then accuse him of lying about an injury. This it, is the same thing. The Patriots did this with a uh, a defensive tackle like probably like 10 years ago. He got him from Cincinnati. He's one of them. This is one my of, favorite part of the pod. One, one, of, the, <laughs> one, one, of, them, one of them Samoans. What's he say from Pulp Fiction? One of them Samoans. Yeah. You, he can't he – uh, no, he's uh, – Nigga can't help it. He's Samoan, <laughs> something like that from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I can do. I can say the N word in character, <laughs> like Mister Honest. Um, so he says, "Nappy headed uh, hose." Yeah. So um, no, that was actually from Private Parts. Again, my second Private Parts reference of the podcast. Um, so anyway, yeah, it was a Cincinnati. He was a Samoan defensive tackle from Cincinnati. I wish I could remember his name. Oh, but fuck. they signed him, and he was like their big ticket free agent. Uh, signed him. He had like, like the big fluffy yeah, giant hair fro. that would come out of the back. It was like back a back of his helmet. It'd be like a ponytail right at the helmet, but then it would flow out after. Exactly. That. I do remember they, exactly who you're talking they about. They signed him, and he was the big ticket free agent. And like first week of training camp, injured, and you're like, what the fuck? And then they uh, ended up cutting him before he ever played a game, and they sued him for uh, not reporting the injury that he had. So I assume these guys get physicals, but m- maybe it's not as intrusive as it, it seems to be like they don't get mris and shit because um if marty b was really injured you would think the packers who never spend in free agency would be looking into that um i looked up uh samoan search patriot samoan defensive tackle patriots sued in 42 articles about aaron hernandez popped up <laughs> <laughs> patriots suing aaron he wasn't hernandez. a very good patriots defensive tackle <laughs> no he's not a very good defensive shooter either uh so anyway yeah, yeah. So moving on, I, I'd like to see it happen. We'll know this time tomorrow, uh, and definitely by next podcast where Marty B ends up and if he ends up anywhere. Because like I said earlier, I do think that he's going to be, if he isn't picked up by like three teams, like three or four teams, anybody like he definitely go to mind, like the Eagles, the Carolina, Patriots, the Steelers, the uh, yeah, Panthers, and and Seahawks, like or you said, Falcons. It's like no, no, all it, those has, it would have to be a contending Contend- team yeah. this season because he's finished. Out. He says he's finished. Yeah. Why go to play out a shitty, you know, end of your contract where you barely get any to, money? He didn't like Jerry Jones, right? He's not going back to they Dallas. He hated them. Well, he didn't like Dallas. He didn't like, uh, you know, the Bears. I'm not going to no. go there. Uh, Dallas, I mean, kind of would make sense. I mean, he hates Jason Witten. We yeah, all know that because we all have seen his, his 30 for 30 He just thing. wants to have fun. Yeah, he likes to party. And uh, he looks at fun. He had fun in New England. Come back, Marty. That'd Marty be awesome. B. What happens if he goes to a team and doesn't show up? He's not allowed to come to the Patriots after. Right? No, he can't just leave. I mean, they, they get they put him on a did not did not report list, and uh, I think that you just don't have to pay him. I don't know. You find you him. I don't know how it works team. really. It's uh, but all I know is if he goes to like if he gets picked up on waivers by Cleveland, he's probably not going to show up because Marty B does not play that shit. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I see him actually clearing waivers, and then hopefully the Patriots can sign him. But you never know. There will be always a scenario where, like, the Jets can put in a, a waiver claim just to block him from going to the Patriots or the Bills or the oh, Dolphins. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they'll just block him. So they'll, like, I they'll just pick didn't him go up. to Buffalo. 
Yeah, he'd be pretty good in Buffalo. Yeah, he'd yeah. be a nice fit up there. Yeah, I mean they're a running team. They don't have. And he a, seems like he'd they be, don't have a uh, yeah. a tight end. Tyrod, Lashawn. Yeah. Who's their new receiver? They got Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, they'd be okay. Yeah, they got a good team. I wouldn't like. Who else did they get? Oh, Jeffries from uh oh not Jeffries the fucking Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Matthews yeah. from Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. From Philadelphia. Um, so yeah, you never know. I mean, I think some team's gonna eventually just block him and pick him up on waivers and see if he shows up. I mean, it makes more sense because it's zero risk. It's like seven hundred thousand dollars max. You, and you, you have to pay him. You can't want him to go to the Patriots. Yeah, you can't. That would be just, a nightmare. Yeah, it would be. I mean, you'd finally you'd have what they thought they were gonna have last year. Yeah. Uh. You know, mid- in mid-season form. He wouldn't have any kinks to work out. He already knows the offense. He's just going to go in there and run that shit. Um, so, a little more shit to talk about here. Uh, injury report. Our our, Lord, our savior, the savior of the season, who we were all waiting for as a joke at the first. At first, and then once Hightower goes down, we really thought, okay, don't worry. Once Shea comes back, we got this thing all squared away. We're good. The defense is set once Shea comes back. Well, turns out, Shea ain't coming back. Shay ain't walking through that door. He's a fag. Uh, Would you tape up? What is he having? Uh, no, I th- apparently I I, th- I believe it's a head injury. I think he's in the dark room. I, it's got shades of Mark Savard. Him and Mark Savard are still got, in the same room. It's got it's got shades of him, Mark Savard, and Mike Wright. Old school, <laughs> old school Patriots defensive tackle who has never left the dark room since like 2006. He was in those he was in those meaty years after the Patriots' first dynasty ended. To uh, you know, where he was like an undrafted stud defensive lineman, and uh, he got like three concussions and just never played again. He was uh. a really good defensive tackle, um, but he's this is what this pl- this reeks of. So it it fucks the Patriots for a couple of reasons. One, he is, you know, he was going to be a midseason addition. You know, this was planned, right? He had a concussion, I believe, preseason. Um, so they put him on IR to return. So he's going to be the midseason replacement, basically, or the midseason, uh, you know, pickup that knows the off uh, the defense, come in ready to play, can make plays, can set an edge, he can was rush the passer. Didn't, yeah, versatile. never really make a mistake. Never made yeah. anything outstanding, but he was he was good. He's a versatile, yeah, piece. solid. Yeah. He could ru- he could play inside, he could play outside, he could play on the line. Um, so they brought him back to practice, which means that he's no longer on IR to return or whatever. He's not on IR anymore. He's now an IR designated to return player. These new things they've done. So you have two IR designated to return players. So you can do that with two players. So Shane McClellan, the minute he steps on the practice field, he becomes one of them, right? So you have three weeks or something to activate him to the roster uh, after that. So he practices for two weeks. One of them's a bye week, and he's missing from practice Monday or Tuesday, yesterday. And then they uh, they say, uh, oh, we're Shane McClellan. Then you get all the reports on Twitter. Suffers a setback. Will not return. Ah. So, like, so that means because today's the deadline, Wednesday. Deadline. You have to activate him to the active roster or he can't come back. So now he's on IR for the rest of the year. So you're fucked because now you can't bring back just two, the other two guys you have on IR who are Malcolm Mitchell and Vincent Valentine. You can only pick one of those guys now. And from the sounds of it, I don't even know if any of them are going to come back. Uh, it seems like it's going to oh, be either no. – it's probably going to be Vincent Valentine or nobody because it seems like Malcolm Mitchell hasn't been running or, like, he just started running a week ago. I don't know what happened to him if he had his fucking leg amputated. He must have had a real weird foot injury. Somewhat his knees, they said. Like, he's got knees? bad knees, like, from way back in his college days. That like I don't know. They were trying to uh, put him on, like, a pitch count, so to speak, you know, and just let him run, uh, uh, you know, and, and kind of keep him – ready for the end of the year or something, but he just started running. Like I had Mike Reese tweeted, he's like, just started running a week ago. I was like, what? What the fuck is he, my Aunt Esther? I, I like, who means. has bad knees? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's fucking 19. Just go fucking run. I, I, I don't understand. I don't know wrong with his that's knees. That's fucking, uh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard about. Bad knees. He's got bad, everybody in the NFL has got bad knees. Tom Brady's got ripped out of its socket once. Uh. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen that I shit. I've seen it. <laughs> um, so, you lose Shane McClellan. Fucks you over because you lose an IR to return spot. So now you got to pick between Vincent Valentine and Malcolm Mitchell. Now, here's where Martellus Bennett could pay dividends. You bring Martellus Bennett in, you don't have to worry about Malcolm Mitchell. You sit him down for the rest of the year, get him ready for next season. You bring Vincent Valentine back, 
make your defense a little bit more stout. Yeah, Vincent Valentine really does help because you can kind of push Trey Flowers to a edge. significant edge rusher. Yeah, and he's playing something crazy, like 99.1% of the snaps. Yeah. He's playing like at a Rob Ninkovich, Chandler Jones pace. Remember like a couple like a years Van ago? Noy pace yeah. this year. <laughs> Seriously, he might be on 100% right now. Uh, so it was like, remember a couple of years ago, Chandler Jones and – Ninkovich played, I think, 100% of the snaps yeah. or close to 100% of the snaps. And that's what Trey Flowers is doing right now. He's that's playing every snap, crazy. and he's going to get worn down. It's killing him, too, because he's not having the best year, but he's, he's stuck in the middle. He's got to be on the outside killing people. Yeah. He's on that like strong side inside the tight end, so it's like a strong side. Uh, Left so, side. So everyone I knew it. And father. Then he he's lost Hightower for the season. That was to be expected. Uh, next, and now you got Chris Hogan. Spot in a sling today. Uh, I thought he was going to be ready for this week. No, I mean, that, that that injury didn't seem. I mean, he was hit from below, right? Helmet to shoulder. So he probably separated his shoulder, but it was from below. Uh, I mean, I get it wasn't like elbow up, right? You know, you're gonna if you're gonna separate your shoulder, you're you're gonna shove your shoulder up, right? Or like if you land yeah, on your elbow, it pops up. But the way you land like, on your shoulder ugh, and it pops up, it I don't know. Like it doesn't. I've never seen a shoulder separated like that. It Th- seems it like, like he was he, like he broke his arm. That would be what it would look maybe, like. Maybe, but it seems like he's been playing with some injuries. An injury. So it's like seems like one of those things. Where it's like Brady's been throwing him fucking ambulance balls yeah. all season, and he's been getting killed. So it's like one of those where it's like maybe just let him. It, give him a couple weeks. It's come up on the podcast. I've brought it on the yeah. podcast. It's gotten the panic button before. Uh, the panic button for the, the, Tom, the Tom Brady and Chris Hogan connection has oh, been panic buttoned yeah, that has because been panic he was giving him ambulance balls all season, and he finally gives him one over the middle and gets him killed. Rod, Rod Tidwell style, quarterback sucks. Throw him high and over the middle trying to get me killed. I mean, realistically, you give him the bye week, you give him I mean, Denver. Let's be honest. So I might have overrated Denver early. In the, I pegged them at like 14 and 2 to start the season. I had Tremian's, <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Simeon as being an MVP candidate. Like, I was, that's, I, we make mistakes. That's on the why we like you as, a, as, a, as my color guy. That's my, why we. My, uh, folk, yeah. my, my football focused guy. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to, you know, step up, say I made that hey, mistake. Denver is a scary team. We're not going to Patri- lose to Denver. I don't think so either, but the Patriots going to Denver. I've seen them lose to worse Denver teams. Well, so. the Pats' all last five games are two and three against Denver. And what are they? Just uh, oh and three in Denver. Uh, no, they won last year. They beat they beat Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Uh, the same team basically. That's they're going to be worse. I mean, there's uh, no way they don't. Beat their this defense Denver was team. better la- uh, last year. Their offense was well, about the same. So, no, it got worse. It's worse this year. Yeah, it's not good. T T has stepped down a notch. He's Samuel. hurt now. Sanders is a hurt bum ankle. He's like, okay. They shouldn't score on the Patriots. Charles I don't care how bad the they Patriots are. They are bad. Got Osweiler up. is one of the, the, the worst quarterbacks. Ship. He's the Brockett ship. The fact that Kaepernick isn't in the league and you Uh-oh. watch guys like him and Savage play football, it's like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it makes sense because, you know, this is America. But <laughs> I don't want to get the national anthem. I will play it if I had it. But anyway, um, Kaepernick. Hey, where would, are the white women at? I would uh, kneel right on this podcast. <laughs> you see me drop to a knee? Drop to a knee and do the podcast from a knee for the rest of the podcast. Anyway, so but you got the Brockett chip. He can't hit a fucking broadside of the barn, to coin a phrase. Uh, he. I saw him drop back last week. He's a righty. He opened up. Allegedly. Straight. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. He opened up like looking straight. Like, you know how he kind of turns sideways as a quarterback when you throw the football? Yeah. He was looking straight like he was like guarding someone on, on defense. Like it goes back like Johnny Unitas when they just drop back straight. And threw the ball with both feet facing the end zone downfield and great threw form. one of the worst picks I've ever seen. It's in good football. form. I think it's that's like, a good form. How the fuck is this guy? He can get form? hot, though. I don't get it. He, he, he threw some fucking dime deep balls against the Patriots in Denver in the snow like three years ago, the year that the the, the Broncos won the Super Bowl. And the yeah, Patriots because could have should have won the Super Bowl. He uh, knew that fucking Peyton was coming in taking his job. Yeah, like he, he was no, in a no, no lose situation. Him. If exactly. he falls apart, Peyton comes back. If he does great, well, Peyton's still coming back. Yeah, so, yeah. and you get paid a hundred and twenty thousand to go play for Houston. Millions. He got so much. He's still getting paid like seventeen million to be the third fucking quarterback on Denver. 
It's unbelievable. They play, but it's they play. They play up John Elway like he's the greatest personnel man that ever lived. He got Brock Osweiler back for nothing, man. You see what he said? John Elway knows everything. He let him go to Houston. He let him go to Cleveland. That's and why. now he came on home, and he's going to be in the next John Elway. That's why I buy all my Chevy trucks from John Elway. John Elway, Chevrolet. <laughs> he owns all the car dealerships in Colorado. Does he? I'm sure he does. That's, that's how he made all his money, car dealerships in, in Denver. And also being a quarterback of the Broncos. Well, he, <laughs> he dabbled. Job. He dabbled at quarterback for the Broncos. He might have made some bucks there. Yeah, Colin, yeah. Um, so, yes, the offense stinks, but their defense can still be, you know, tough. The fucking Philadelphia Eagles embarrassed them last week. The Ran Eagles are through the them. I'm a little bit – I've never once ever thought the Philadelphia Eagles were going to be a dangerous team ever. You know what's funny is I still – like, I know they're not going to win anything. Like, but they're going to lose. everybody in Philadelphia feels They're not too. even going to – no, Philadelphia fans are going nuts right now. They're acting like they've done this for the past 15 years. Yeah, but they're ready. They're ready for the collapse. They've seen it too many times. I would hope so because th- it's coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, Carson Wentz is a stud. I like Carson Wentz. Yeah, but we said the if same thing about Derek Carr last year. He's going to get the Derek Carr tribute where he's going to be fucking – they're going to bring the wheelbarrow out. They're going to roll him into the wheelbarrow come week 15, and they're going to fall apart and not do shit in the playoffs. Uh, I hope not. I like Carson Wentz. I just don't – their coach just does not look like anybody that should ever win football games. <laughs> That's he's awesome. Dumb, he wears that dumb visor and his little <laughs> fucking he's – got, he's got a mushroom haircut, and he, he – I watched his speech. He did, like, the locker room celebration that the Patriots, like, put on – you know, they put on uh, – Twitter. Online every day, or every week after they win, and I watch the Eagles one, and it's so different from the like I. If you watch the Patriots locker room celebrations, I implore you to watch this Philadelphia Eagles one. So the Patriots, you know, Belichick like, listen, we did this, uh, good job in the kicking game, and we got a lot of work to do, and we're on to Denver, and, and we'll, uh, that's it, and, uh, and good uh, job this week, and we'll see you Monday. And Johnny, hell of a game. That's yeah. the most he'll, he'll give. He'll give one, one guy. He'll give one exactly one yeah. guy. Made it's just like. It was special like, teamer. Yeah, special teamer that really – he's a, 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 the 53rd guy on the yeah. roster, not a stud, but he yeah. made a play in the game. This Ta-da. guy was in there fucking flailing. You put up 700 yards on the Denver Broncos. You're the greatest offense I've ever seen. Everybody, 250 yards on the third-ranked D, 280 yards on the number one D. He's fucking pointing left and right, shooting off laser beams. I'm like, this fucking guy is not going to work out in the long run. I'm like – this guy is pumping up his team so hard. It's such it's such he's a crash a and burn classic, mentality. He's a classic. He's a player's coach. Classic yeah. player's coach. I love to he's see got, it He's too. like a Pete Carroll type. Uh, he's like an offensive guru. Uh, the defense, I mean, of the Eagles is playing well but I because they got Schwartz. But the minute he walks out the door, which is going to be this year, because he's going to get a – he'll get a fucking head coaching gig I again. I hate that, though. If I'm a like, – do what Romeo Crown's doing and just be a defensive coordinator. A defensive coordinator. Sure. McDaniel's never leave. Like, why go fail? I don't think, I don't think McDaniel's is ever going to leave. I, I think he's think going so to take over for Belichick. It makes perfect sense. I would sit around for It was going to be years. better. It was going to be better and how much Garoppolo and, and McDaniel's were going to take over the team, but that's not going to happen anymore. They don't talk about numbers, like how much they make. McDaniel's could be making $10 million a year. He, well, he should be. Getting he, paid more than any other head coach in the league. If, Exactly. You can do pay they don't him give whatever a shit. you want. Yeah. Uh, so, so, anyway, so I forgot yeah. what we were talking about the Eagles. You saw the Chiefs fall off the cliff. Like that, they've been. They played tough teams. I'll give them the Chiefs. The, the Cowboys are no, Did you watch that Cowboys game? Like, they didn't. They have no offense. The Cowboys? No, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs aren't. Yeah. I, I like, their offense at the beginning of the year was like, that dude Hunt was unbelievable. Tyreek Hill was great. All these guys are great. Their offense, they have. Two receivers that are five six and they run fast and they have this okay running back. Well, they got Travis Kelsey who's like their and Kelsey's guy. Yeah, and Kelsey's their good. main passing but option. It's right? not a threat. Like they're not that good. But they're not as good as they've been playing. No, but Alex Smith is a ball control guy. He he, threw, he threw sucks his, dick. He, he threw his first interception of the season last week. He, yeah, he's an MVP candidate this no, year. No, he's not. And he, he's gonna fall off he, the fucking. Cliff. He put up a thousand points in the Patriots D. He fucking dude. That was the first time he shots. ever threw a touchdown pass over forty yards in the air in his career, and he's been in the league for fourteen years. He's a, a fucking bum. He's a stud. Uh, Alex Smith's a bum. I'm you, not worried you about t- you. Talk shit about Alex Smith so hard, and then he came out and raped us. He did rape us, but it's it's uh, it's no threat. 
he's no threat. He's a ball. Anybody that doesn't turn the ball over is a threat to the Patriots right now. I they, guess that, they always that's have how they build their defense. The Patriots is built to yeah take opportunities and win that way. You know, score points and take away the D. You know, take away take away the ball. So that's how they always have won. I mean, that's a great plan for any team to yeah. win. But the Patriots, you know, are opportunistic with that. And if you're not turning over the ball, it's going to be tight. The they don't break away from teams. I mean, they're not a. That's why it's the famous bend and don't break defense. Yeah. I mean, they don't fucking shut you down. They're not the two thousand fucking Ravens. They, they just they just sit and sit yeah. and sit and somebody's sit gonna and bobble a ball. Finally. Alex Smith or most likely Brock Osweiler's gonna overthrow a pass yeah. and deep safety's gonna be there. That's the the plan always. So um, I'm getting into this. So you're gonna now you're getting the return of Stephon Gilmore this week. Which is he back? He's gonna be back this week. Who, by the way, watched. His, uh, he had an interview on Monday. I wish I brought it up and I forgot. Uh, but dullest player ever, ever ever listened to. I've listened to every Patriots interview for <laughs> 20 years. Every player they've ever interviewed. Somebody's got some personality, some energy, something. Even on a fucking Monday morning when everyone's bored and nobody wants to be there and they're tired and they're cold. You know, they're still big, eh, but yeah, and have some funny, you know, just talk normal. He is like... Well, I played football, and, you know, even though I was hurt, like, it wasn't even, he didn't even offer, in, like, an opinion. It would be, a, did you, uh, Stefan, did you watch football this week? Uh, yes, I watched football. Okay. Uh, did you maybe stay in the playbook, or did you get away from football? No, I practiced my craft. And then did everybody, fucking report, I, it's, I was, I was watching, like, how are these guys not sleeping? It was the most exhausted, I was, this guy is, the most dull person I've ever seen. I don't understand. Like, Do you think he's panicking? No panicking? No, I think he's just dull. No, because like he's on the Patriots and he knows you're not supposed to say anything. So no, he's it's not. It's not what he was saying. It was he's how just he was that, saying it. It yeah. was. It was it painfully. Wasn't, it awful. wasn't like, oh, I can't tell you about my injury. It was. I just don't want to. You know, it was it's the way he talked. Was like, they will, and like he sounded like. Like a stereotypical like physics professor, like <laughs> like if you were like watching a, like a movie like Ferris Bueller's Day's off, Day Off, and you were listening to Ben Stein, you know, and, the, and he's, Bueller, 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 <laughs> the what economics? Something do economics? Voodoo uh. economics? That's exactly what Stefan Gilmore sounded like. All right. Just sit, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how does this guy get energy level for the football game? Like, you have in the NFL, you have to have a certain fucking aggression. He, this guy seems to be a nihilist. Even don't care about someone anything. who you know gives you a tour of a museum has yeah. some sort of energy to them. They yeah, at least some jokes have a little passion to their fucking Genghis Khan. He's yeah. got a joke. <laughs> I mean, this guy's got nothing. He was, well, I boy, you know, stay with my kids. No, I didn't trick or treat. Watch the fucking thing. I beg you, watch it. I didn't trick or treat. Even I the Plymouth with Pan- Plantation. I mean, what? those motherfuckers. They bring their attitude. You know, they bring their A game. Oh. Uh. This fucking guy, nothing, huh? Nothing. Watch it. It's horrible. So, anyway, he's coming back. So, I, part of me is excited getting to see him. I mean, this is kind of a perfect game for him. If Demarius Thomas plays, he'll be able to man up Demarius Thomas. That'd be or good. Sanders. Like it's uh, I don't see him going on Sanders, honestly. I'd, I'd rather have Malcolm Butler on Manuel Sanders. Uh, they're more. He's more of a shifty guy. I don't know. I really don't know Stephon Gilmore's side-to-side game. I w- I'd rather see him go against Demarius Thomas. He's a big receiver. He's like Mike Evans. You know, a big body guy. Yeah, he did fight him, man, and man. That's it. How about this weekend? Here's the. This is like moving time in NFL. There's like twelve teams in the league that are like four and four. There's another like eight teams that are five and three or three and five. Like everyone's bunched up, and that's why you saw all these fights last week. I think you're gonna see more this week. The league, he, the league is down this year, uh, and this is where you know we got eight games to go this is where everybody finds out who they are fall football baby november december this is the best this is, time of this year this is where the patriots make their bone yeah. always this um, is where they rattle off i mean they have basically rattled off what they've four won straight four straight but it feels like they're about to rat i mean they got oakland they got a couple got denver, tough games they got oakland at denver then they're at mexico city to play oakland which, which will is going to be, gonna be an oakland home a game a weird game it's going to be an oakland home game because every mexican is a, is a fucking raiders fan yeah. Uh, every you know. Every Mexican worth their salt is a Raiders yeah, fan. You better believe it. They're all gonna have those skull and crossbone tattoos and sure hell they ain't Chargers fans. Uh, uh, and then you get like Miami, Buffalo, Miami, Miami again, Buffalo, then Jets. Pittsburgh. Like it's like a mess a lo- in there. I mean, you get fi- I think it's five out of six games are away right now. And so they're if you all come out division, of that, and it's like just if chaos. five out of six, 
you come out of that four and two, you're sitting pretty at fucking whatever you at ten and ten and four, right? I don't think they lose. I think they lose one game to finish the season. I mean, honestly, if Pittsburgh uh, plays against the you know Pittsburgh's probably going to be the toughest game from here on out. Pit, at Pittsburgh and at Buffalo will be the toughest games. Yeah, and at Buffalo. Miami is always that. tricky. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm afraid of Miami. Miami's got some fucking head issues right now. They're like they're a shook team. They they, they just traded bad. their running back. They you know the coach calls them out on it at a weekly basis all over the all over the uh, media. He's talking about how they stink. Like we stink. My def- the defense stinks. The offense stinks. Is Jay that Cutler what, stinks. Really says that he, yeah, he talks shit the whole time. Which he's a good coach and he's a good offensive coach, but for the life of me, I don't he's know why he went and got Jay Cutler. But that was one of the worst. And then they time. went and traded their, you know, best running back. They were dangling their best wide receiver. Uh, it's really weird what the fuck's going on down there. But um, we'll see. But I, how it's going to play out? How are they going to play Denver? So you got Marcus Cannon now, right? Missed all. You know, last week was a bye. Week before that, he missed the practice. He went out of the game against the Chargers. Um, wasn't there today. What is the injury? Wasn't there yesterday. I don't know. Legs, I forget. Ankle. It is insane how but they, anyway, you never know. I, I, I looked on the pr- the practice report, but I forget what it said But even him. if it but said anyway, something, he's not gonna play. it wouldn't matter. It's because Wednesday. You don't, they give nothing about it. No, so it's Wednesday. So Thursday, he's going to, if he doesn't, if he's not there tomorrow, he's not playing. I don't think he's going to play. Which means you've got Le- Adrian Waddle. Who's going to play on the right side? And he's going to have to try and la- a- la block fucking Von Miller, because uh, Von Miller is a he rushes from the front side of the quarterback, so yeah, that's right. Marcus Cannon's side. So now you're going to get the backup tackle against the best pass rusher in the league. Um, they, they they'll figure that out. I mean, it'll be a lot of Dion Lewis chips. Dion Lewis is a great Dwayne Allen's going to have to stay in line. It's fine as long as he's going to catch a pass, which is what. You're supposed to, which kind of works out because that's how you have to beat Denver. They have been getting gashed in the run, um, so you have to. It's it's best to work off twelve personnel, right? Run yeah. one running back, two tight ends, and just run the ball up the middle. Um, that's how you beat them. You do a one cut run. I mean, the fucking Giants who have one win on the season, one at Denver, okay? And they established, yeah, not going to throw on this team. Great. So we'll do one. One cut runs, no zone runs, just fucking run anywhere except at Von Miller. And they ran for like 160 yards and fucking beat him without any wide receivers. They had that was the week they lost Marshall Beckham, fuck Sterling Shepard. They had nobody, and they went out and beat Denver. Yeah. Well, it's he has that the Chandler Eagles Jones ran for thing, ten thousand yards. He last comes week. a thousand miles up the field and tries to get a sack every time. It's like, well, that's why Chandler Jones left the Patriots. You uh, gotta be able to stop the run as a D end at some point, otherwise it kills the defense. Von Miller can. The other guys are having trouble. They have their interior D line and their interior linebackers are kind of weak, soft in the middle. They got Derek Wolf, who's good, but everybody else is kind of. What's that other guy? He had the same name as the D back for years. Uh, who? Marshall. Oh, oh Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Marshall. That's who they have. Yeah, he's their linebacker. Is he hurt? No, he's playing. He's just kind of soft. Like he's, he's like not a, a quick, fast, shifty guy. Yeah, he's, run yeah he's a he's a he's a uh, covered linebacker. Yeah. Basically, he's not you know he's not a fucking Ray Lewis. He's not going to thump you. Or Brandon. David Harris has to have a huge week this week. You'd expect. Yeah, it's going to be. I you know what? I think they're going to go light. <laughs> they're going to go. They're probably going to try and make them. They're going to go uh, try and make them throw the ball. The Brocktober. Brocktober, baby. It makes sense. Pack the box and just yeah. So try and beat us. We'll just, not let you run on the yeah, ball. Yeah, just go one on one everywhere. Try and make Brock uh, beat you and just lure him into traps left and right until he throws three picks. And yeah, yeah, he threw two against the Eagles last week. Um, so yeah, the way you got to beat him, you got to. It's gonna have to be a lot of quick strike passes. Run right up the middle. Stay away from Von Miller. Um, you know the problem with the Denver is they they've lost four straight. They're kind of spiraling. They're feuding offense, defense. They, all reports I've read is that the defense is like pissed that they're so good and the offense is useless. That's a classic uh, Talib team. That's a classic Talib defense. Like he always somehow gets his defense. Are you saying Akib Talib is a cancer? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm stretch. still wondering how Akib Talib could fucking stay healthy for five years in Denver and not once could he stay fucking healthy in a playoff game for the, the fact Patriots. that he walked. I, 
And that injury is still weird when he just left the field at halftime and never came back. And Wes Welker like, picked him and he never fucking came back. Goodbye. Belichick uh, railed on fucking Welker for that. Remember that? He was bullshit. He called, He said it was the the worst hit he's ever seen. <laughs> he was like fucking Wes Welker. That was the, he, he didn't call him up by name. He's like, that was the worst play I've ever seen in the history of football. He just literally, he fucking, he was, a, uh, what do you call a fucking, uh, just literally like a, a, a bomb, was wearing a bomb vest and went straight out of keep to leave and took him <laughs> out of the game. Uh, I don't know if they were going to win that game anyway with to but they weren't without him. So that really, yeah, that was a weird. Then they got blown up by the Seahawks anyway, and the Patriots would have got fucking rolled by them. That I, I year. still, that was a weird Super Bowl because if they don't snap that ball over Peyton's head, it's a completely different game. I don't think so. I mean, fucking the Seahawks do every single one of the Broncos plays. They get what do they? They blew them out, right? They beat them by like twenty. Yeah, but points. like the first snap of the game was, was safety or something. Snap over the head. They grabbed the ball with the two, and then yeah. fucking. That was just weird. That was a weird Super Bowl. One of the worst of all time, actually. Yeah. I mean, the de- that was that was good for Seattle's defense. It was not great for really anything else. I mean, the defense was so smothering. It was like How did shades of the win Ravens D. A Super Bowl after that. He lucked into having one of the greatest Ds in the last 20 years and fucking barely showed up. <laughs> fucking, they let him yeah. they let him take the snaps basically. That's weird. That was a weird cuz Carolina fucking puked on themselves. Who did Carolina how did Carolina beat Seattle in that playoff? I don't remember that. I don't know if Carolina did beat them. Who did they beat? I feel like Carolina choked at some point. They maybe beat, they did. Oh, is that the year that Dez scored the touchdown and then they didn't count it and then the week after that raw like Remember Dez scored the touchdown? He yeah, put the I ball remember. in the end zone and it fell on the ground, and they said it was, it was no, no touchdown, catch. which was insane. Yeah. The week after that, Green Bay did the same exact thing, and they said no catch again. It's like, why I know, I don't are we remember. even playing the NBA NFL anymore? Like, no, I don't remember how Seattle lost that year, but they didn't win, obviously. And Anyways, Carolina puked on themselves. They lost to uh, Cam Newton refused to recover his Green own fumble. Uh, so, lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? So, anyway, talking yeah, about you, have to, you have to force – uh, Osweiler to make mistakes. I don't think that their their offense is going to be able to do anything. C.J. Anderson slowed way down. Both of their their top receivers are are uh, basically you know injured at this point. Their top tight end is A.J. Derby, who was a Patriots cast off. Yeah. Uh, you know, ex quarterback for, for the Arkansas Razorbacks. So um, really comes down to Patriots offense just taking advantage of the the uh, Denver D, which has been weak the last few weeks. Uh, you know, running up the middle, quick passes. Um, it's going to be a lot. You're going to see Dorsett this week. I was going to say, it's going to be a big Cooks and Dorsett week. You're going to see Dorsett. No more. You're not going to get Hogan. So you're going to have. Who's I mean, it's, it's going to be good. You're going to have to have one guy be a decoy out there because Chris Harris is going to play in the slot, right? And if he moves around, I mean, you kind of got to counter that with a guy that you're not going to throw the ball to. So, because Chris Harris is going to eliminate whoever it is in the slot. He's that good. Yeah, he's that good. I mean, he's, he's better fucking, than Talib. Yeah, he's better than Talib. Talib's an outside corner, and he's hit or miss. I mean, he's good, he, yeah, but he's this, he's, this he's a man outside corner. But Chris Harris is the best slot corner in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he he, he mans now? up fucking Edelman. Who are their safeties now that Talib is gone? And now that uh, T.J. Ward is gone, they have uh, the Stewart and another guy. The, I mean, their safeties are not great. That's so that's why they struggle. They're very they're like end end of the end of the line, top, like worst three in the league at covering tight ends, which is a bad week if you're playing the greatest tight end that's ever yeah, lived. That helps. Um, so, I mean, fucking he, Gronk and Brady play their balls off when they go to Denver. Don't care what defense they're playing against. They should have fucking, they could have won the game had Steven Goskowski not missed a fucking extra point yeah. uh, You know, earlier in the game, which panic button two years ago, retroactive panic button for Steven Goskowski <laughs> for that. So, you, yes. So, I mean, Gronkowski is not a, f- you know, he's a factor every time he goes to Denver. It doesn't matter what the defense is. So, I mean, it's going to be, you know, Hogan's kind of been the crossing route guy. Dorsett's going to have to take that over. He's been in the de- offense eight weeks now, so he should be able to figure it out. Um, you know, I just think you're going to have to have decoys out there to fucking take away Chris Harris and to use everybody else. Because yeah. they're not going to have, I mean, if they were smart, what the Patriots used to do with Jimmy Graham was put uh they put Talib directly on Jimmy Graham and if they put Talib directly on 
on Gronk would probably you know, be a decent game plan. I don't know. It really would be. Hey, I'm no defensive it's not coordinator. Hold, Tlaib's not going to be able to cover Cooks. No, he's too fast. He's too quick, and he's too good. He has to be double covered. He, well, he has to have somebody on him, and then somebody over the top. He's just too fast. So Cooks, his, I, real honestly, like his rope burning. Oh, wow, that's tough to say. <laughs> but his, uh, how would you Where's hit it? the drop? Run through a motherfucker face. Yeah. What did you want to hear? I want to hear the, uh... You know you're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck, you know that? <laughs> but he, the way he runs routes is fucking the best I've ever seen out of any receiver. Yeah, he's up there with Antonio Brown-esque. Yeah, I mean, I mean who, he's the best, one of the best in the league right now, and best Patriot route runner of all time, maybe. Anybody that can consistently get open deep... I mean, it's weird. ...is, like, is good for the Patriots, because they've never had that before. I when mean, you talk about Moss, and that's really it. Nobody gets open deep. But when you talk about running routes from the outside, I guess, because inside, like Edelman, Welker, those are different routes that are are I have very that good to run, but they're they're just different. But running like those hitches and those those comebacks on the sidelines, like that's those what are, I have listed here in my notes, is that you have it's going to have to be a lot of big outside the numbers passing because inside is kind of the they they stack that inside with yeah. uh, athletic linebackers and uh, outside linebackers and inside linebackers and safeties. So you have to work the outside of the numbers, comeback routes, uh, you know, quick outs. Uh, I don't want fucking. I'm thinking hitches. That's what I wanted to say. Um, I know, heard things uh, like that to to kind of counteract the fact that you're not going to be able to throw it to the slot. Yeah, makes sense. So I think that and keeping. I think keeping Dwayne Allen on the field. The whole game blocking is going to be big too. I think it's gonna be more. I think you're gonna see a lot of James White out of the backfield chipping him in. In that, pool. yeah. Dion Lewis picks up a, a blitzer like he's one of the best in the league at it. Would you say like nobody's business? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of this, I heard uh, I heard we got another fucking Tammy email that I'm I don't know a li- Tammy. You don't you're not a fan of Tammy? Yeah, t- t- I think tur- Tammy's turning. Honestly. Tammy's turning. I want a piece of this because I uh I Tammy's know. become a fan, I think. Tammy think? Tammy's a long time long time first time. Tammy, uh big fan of the show. Don't wanna bring it big up. Big fan? Big fan. What's uh, the uh what's the, the the gist of this week's Tammy? Uh I think she started she he started hating on email number two. I retorted. Uh and then uh, I think he came back with uh hey listen, I've been listening to it since the beginning and then he said that he was it was very weird because he was saying that he was studying for a test, which made me think that he was like 17. And then he was dropping Godfather references where in which I was like, hey, this guy's 50. I don't, I don't know what this guy – maybe he was studying for like the police exam. I don't know the fuck. This sounds mean. like a real creep. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really get it. He, was, was he it? drops like a like a – like a Godfather reference that like only somebody that's watched The Godfather twenty times would know. Like, well, I know I know it because I've seen it a million times. And I listen to the radio and it's like a thing that people say on the radio constantly. So I've know I know what he's talking about, but I feel like the casual Godfather fan wouldn't know what he was talking about. And then he was saying he was studying for a test. So who knows? And then he had a, a, another thing. He had a a figure skaters reference. I was like, why a does he know this? I think reference. this guy. You know what? I think he's got some talent. I think he wants to be on the show, and I think that's why he came and trolled me because he wants to be on the pod. What was the uh, original He can get a, can get a taste of my 25,000 listeners. I want <laughs> – it's not an easy to dish us out. You're going to be Jerry Thornton-esque. What was the uh, the original email, though? Was it like – Original? I read it on the show. No, no, no. The one – The other you one? You said we got one, and then you retorted, but uh, what was the first uh, one? He was mad that uh, – uh, he called us hipsters, which I was like, I, that's not – me at all. I don't. I'm not a hipster. I've been getting called grunge a ton lately. That's because you're, you're a big shirt. You're a big flannel guy. Is this shirt that, grunge? That's just seasonal. That's, that's it's cold out. You wear a long sleeve button up because you're a gentleman. Yeah, grays and, and blues. all of a sudden you're called grunge. Grays and blues is a is a is a a dark emo esque type. Color yeah, but you. I mean, come on. It's a fucking. It's a Wednesday and it's, it's 32 degrees out. Like what I don't are you put on? Shoot your fucking brains out with a shotgun. No, no I, I don't even like Nirvana. Who doesn't like Nirvana? I think you know you're young. It's I'm oh I did like them, but they get played too much. You were they're like only, you were just a lad when he killed himself. But they're the grungies grunge. You know, like everyone is like, oh Nirvana, Nirvana. we get it. Like they're okay. Which I would watch. I'm not obsessed for you conspiracy theorist fans out there. I would watch that documentary on Netflix. Unbelievable, so good. I, it's like, I mean, I don't know how they haven't arrested Courtney Love yet. By the way, Love no it. shit. So. This is what Tammy doesn't like is that we get off topic on football. But Tammy, guess what? My twenty twenty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine listeners, 
They like to hear us I, go off topic. I want get a little personality, a little personal into into the uh, into the fans. Ears. I do want to hear a piece of Tammy's email after I get. I don't bashed. have it. I'd have to look for it, and I'm not going to do that right now. I got bashed last week from Tammy. Everybody bashes you, Ty. I get bashed. I get hate mail for you left and right. I love it. They want me to find a new second mic, and they said that when you were you said you were leaving, they were all cheering. I was getting applause emojis. Who are these motherfuckers? Give gonna, me a piece yeah, on Twitter. I'll tag them personally. They say they all love me, so I'm honestly I I would retweet it if I could. I just you know I can't find it. <laughs> I mean, you hate, you hate to do it. You yeah, hate to embarrass the co-host. I don't like to I don't like to embarrass my co-host. Yeah, I, you're so loyalty I first. So I don't I don't really like to send up all my uh, sachems uh, first, which I respect. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So again, that Courtney Love documentary is actually a, it's a Kurt Cobain documentary. They're like, we're just proposing th- at the beginning. They're like, we're just going to show you the facts, and then you guys can make the decision for yourself, so they can't get sued. So th- it was uh it was like. The craziest shit you've ever seen. It was that. like a, a, they're like the amount of heroin inside Kurt Cobain's body is there is absolutely zero percent chance that he could move. And he put his like his heroin needles and heroin back single file and like his little little kit mm. put him by his side. It's like the craziest shit. Like the way the shotgun shells landed. landed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so much crazy shit. I mean, it was a good conspiracy theorist documentary. I love conspiracy nothing will theory. nothing will come of it. But I mean, Co- Courtney Love basically killed him. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, I'm on board with a good conspiracy. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, let's make Take a pick here. On the Vietnam I'm going to go, like I said, Denver D's struggling. Um, they're used to making up for their shitty offense, which is now, I mean, their defense isn't as good anymore. So, I think they use their one-cut running attack. A lot of, you know, good interior blocking, screen game. Keep Von Miller away from Tom Brady. Can't let him ruin the game because he will fucking ruin the game if you give him a chance. And let Adrian... Has to love block Vaughn Miller again. Uh, I'm going to use that that bit one more time. I will. Uh, just for the guys that didn't hear it the first time. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a good timing game. I think you get the Broncos are kind of infighting right now. They've lost four straight. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of – there's not a lot of, like, energy around the team right now. Uh, I was reading a bunch of artic- articles. David uh, – David, Derek Wolf was all pissed off. He seems like an emotional guy. Uh, so he was all pissed off, and everybody was really down in their defense, telling you know how much they sucked and all this shit. So I just think the Patriots just got to play their game, uh, work the outside on offense, play defense, you know, play your base defense. Go out there and just make them beat you with the fucking you know. Anytime you have to say make the quarterback beat you, the Patriots usually win. So that's that what was, I see in this offense. That was the thing about Josh McCown. Yeah, it was it's the like same thing. It's make the quarterback beat you. Even they if do he it throws for 300 yards, it's not going to matter because of those two to three picks in there yeah. are going to be crucial when the game, like it's when it's important. You, it's things you don't say against like Drew Brees or no. you never said against Peyton Manning. Like it was, those were mind games. You had to fucking play and you know chess games. Yeah. Like, Wait till stuff against you play like McCown. Tyrod Taylor, like yeah, stop the run and make the quarterback pass and beat you. So that's what you're gonna try and do here. You're gonna make the quarterback throw and beat you because Brock's gonna make a mistake. And I think the Patriots, you know, I think the Denver D is gonna be better than they have been. I think the Patriots are gonna win twenty-three to ten. No, twenty-three to ten. Well, I guess that's actually twenty. That's a, is that a, that's a because small, that's a low score. For you said twenty-three to ten. That's. Uh, <laughs> In my head, I was going to go 24-7. It's like the same score. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to give more of a blowout. <laughs> I just think, Den- honestly, I think Denver's got no, uh, they, they lack mental toughness. They remind me of a 2009 Patriots, right? They have not won a road game. Uh, they lost at home to the Giants, who hadn't won- have only that win to their record. Um, and they're fucking suspending everybody off the they team. They're a bad, yeah, they the are a really bad suck. team. They're falling apart. They have no run game. Jamal Charles, who was like. Are you talking about Denver now? Yeah. Okay. What are you I thought about? you were talking about the Giants for a second. I was I was I was agreeing with you on the Giants and now we're on the Broncos again. Oh, this year's Giants? Yeah, the team that beat the Broncos that only has one. Oh no win. no no. I'm saying the I, I think the coach is gonna get fired for Denver. I think it's his first year he's gonna get fired. It's not what's his name? He just quit? What who's the coach that won the Super Bowl? Fucking Ubit the fucking uh, Kubiak? No, he's yeah. done. He's Remember done. He had always had those health issues. He passed out in the sidelines with the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he quit. He retired. Oh, who's the new coach? This guy, Vance Joseph. He's the I coach. don't even know who the fuck. He's the guy having the time of his life guy. No, <laughs> no what a Denver you, you sucks. That's the fucking guy. He was the <laughs> having the time of his life. Sergio Dip. I can't. From I, the first, do you not remember this big fucking viral thing that happened? No, what was this? 
he was like the Mexican sideline reporter, and it was the first Monday night yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, having the time of his life, using oh, the diversity I, to his strength. I do remember that Mexican guy that went Yeah, nuts. and it was Vance Joseph, so he, that's the coach. Oh, um, I didn't know he was a, I had no clue. But anyways, Denver, I just think that – I think Jamal Charles was like – he got kind of screwed. He should have went to uh, Seattle. Another guy who should have went to Seattle. Because he's not a uh, Seattle runs with big backs. He's a fucking shifty guy. I mean, yeah, I guess, but he uh, he just doesn't fit Denver's team. They're not going to be able to run the ball. They can't throw. They just Seattle's. I mean, Denver's just kind of done. They're just done. They're and a, the Patriots probably are a, a below five hundred team this year. Denver. They're a six and ten team. Yeah, I was thinking more like seven and nine. But yeah, yeah. they're not going to be a playoff threat. I think the Patriots they, should win this game. They'll finish last in their division. Yeah, but the division's good. So, Chargers and uh, Oakland are gonna pass them. Yeah, and I love the Chargers. That Chargers team is good. They got they're gonna players. get better. They, yeah. I mean they they shut out the Broncos. Two they're weeks gonna ago in know, their tennis stadium. You know what the best part about the Chargers? Twenty one love. Every year they're gonna be week fifteen. If they just win week sixteen and seventeen, they're gonna be in the playoffs. But you know they're gonna lose one of those two and never make it. Chargers aren't gonna make it. They're, um, they're classic. No, they stink. So anyway. Uh, Keep corresponding with me and stop sending all the Tyler hate mail. It's rude. I, Listen, I will start to f- uh, forward it to his personal account. I don't really to his need parents' it. emails. Uh, so I want to. I want to talk to Tammy. MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail dot com at Brady Disciple on Twitter, where you can get all my hot tips, all my hot gossip throughout the week. Malcolm Go Pod on Twitter and Malcolm Go Podcast on Instagram, which I don't use, and I need to get Hit more active. I need to get more active on Hit that. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm uh, at the Tyler Trainer. Looking for my fans. Holla. A lot of um, chest shots. A lot of, a lot of uh, hairless. Yeah, a lot of chest. I shaved my back and shots. it's been all over, all over the Instagram. This fucking huge. great back. That's huge for you. Yeah, big um, pulp guy. All right. Until then, I mean, let's go Pats. Get the W out there. They're gonna be staying out there, so we're not gonna see our Patriots at home for quite a while. So Denver then. They're, then, they're uh, gonna be Denver, Mexican and City. they have to go even. More up into the elevations into Mexico City, which is like a million miles above uh, sea level. Uh, I think it's seventy five hundred square, uh, seventy five hundred feet above sea level. Where Denver's Talk only with one the mile. Pass can we run those hills all day? Oh shit! All right, boys. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Staff receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. You're the greatest quarterback of the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.